Okay, so it's August 18th, uh, day 712 of lockdown. These are more of my uncensored, unfiltered, unedited thoughts straight from my brain to you via the medium of a uh, of a of a of a of a microphone. That's how this works. <laughs> That's how recording stuff works. Uh, you'll notice if you're uh, uh, if you're eagle-eared or oh sorry. I've just been paying attention that uh, the last one of these I did was on Wednesday of last week and today's Tuesday so it's nearly a full week um, to which I say uh, yeah that's exactly right um, Remember, a reminder that I do these for myself uh, I don't really care if anyone's listening I, I don't imagine anyone is at this point I'm just sort of putting these um, out into the ether as a way of you know, figuring out myself. Uh, I also just been absolutely exhausted, like just completely drained. Um, I think because I'm now having busier weekends, like I'm deliberately deliberately having busier weekends. Uh, I've just been completely out of it. Although I guess I don't know why my weekend would affect my Thursday and my Friday. Although on Friday night I was actually busy. Uh, I'll talk about that in a minute uh, and you know weekends have been sort of going and meeting people in the park and having fun things done with, done with, done with my hair um, but again that's a lot of uh, uh, extroversion that I'm not used to at the moment you know like uh, seeing people takes up a different kind of energy than not seeing people and obviously I, mean, I, I see my flatmate all the time but I can pick and choose when I see my flatmate uh, I don't have to like, whereas if I go and meet friends in the park, I'm probably going to be there for a bit, because otherwise it would be a waste of time going there, you know? Uh, so that's what I'm thinking. But yeah, yeah, I was busy Friday, I'll talk about that. Uh, it's a game that I've talked about before called Blood on the Clock Tower. And I was talking about how I streamed that on Twitch. Uh, and you absolutely still can do that. They've been doing uh, different, they've changed up the schedule of the streaming. Uh, so, that, oh, they've actually all been one today. Amazing. Uh... Australian stream is on Tuesdays and because it's Australian it's during the day for us so I'll already be up so I'll, I'll probably watch that after I get off of this uh, microphone thing after I put this up that's what I'm saying <laughs> this episode uh, but yeah it's I don't know if I actually went into detail uh, about how it actually works so essentially everybody is given a role and a secret role it's a secret role game uh, there's a lot of names for these games secret role games traitor games um, social deduction games these are all vaguely referring to similar sort of ideas uh, so you're all given a role and you're either a good player or an evil player uh, the good players are made up of townsfolk and outsiders, the evil players are made up of minions and the demon the aim of the game for the good players is to kill the demon, the aim of the game for the evil players is to leave and make it so that the demon, the only characters left are uh uh, the demon and one good player, uh, or the demon, uh, yeah, the demon and one good player. The the amount of de- minions you have left at that end point is negotiable. Um, so that's the basic idea. But the thing is, every role has a special power. You you sit in a circle uh, traditionally if you're playing this in life, and like so, you might have a power that tells you how many of your neighbors are evil. 
you might have a power that tells you that player, that one of these two players across the circle from you is this particular role. You might have a, 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 a these are all like townsfolk abilities that are helpful. If you're an outsider, you you might have a, a you're, you're a good player, but you have a a power that might be negative to the team. So like you always, it's like if somebody checks you using one of their powers, you appear to be evil. Uh, or uh, if you get executed, the the game ends uh, and the game is over. Like so, uh, <clears throat> like powerful things. And yeah, you 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 whittle it down by and like in Werewolf forever by having a vote on executing people every day and then every night. The demon gets to choose someone to kill, uh, and the minions get things that can help. Like either they they um like can defend the, the the demon in some way or they can affect the players in some other way. So on Friday I've been wanting to run this for a long time. I've been watching these streams and like I say and I've been wanting to run it for a long time and on Friday I got to run my first game of it and it was so much fun. Like I had this situation like because you oh the demon also gets given some roles that are not in the game to pretend to be uh, but and they get and they get told who their minions are. But they, but before the demon and the minion had spoken, they both claimed to be the same powerful townsfolk role, which is incredible. Like just so much fun because people are like, well, you can't possibly both both be right. One of you has to be lying, and they're both throwing each other under the bus because the demon is one of them, but the other one is this character called the Scarlet Woman. So which is if the demon dies, they become the demon. So they're in this position where it doesn't matter which one of them dies, because <laughs> the other one will then be trusted, um, which is just really fun, uh, and uh, and that's what ended up happening. Um, it got really confusing. Then there's a character called the Slayer who can point at and shoot the demon. So they did that, and the demon died, and everyone's like, "What?" And I'm like, "Yeah, the game that the game continues," uh, and especially because the Slayer was uh, was being nominated to be executed at exactly that moment and then attacked someone and then he had to be voted on and this is all stuff that makes much more sense if you've played the game uh but yeah it was really really fun i've got like a a wee discord server set up for it with a bunch of people hey if you're if if this sounds like a game you're interested in uh like (laughs) leave a comment on this or uh, message me on my twitter at marjorie loves and hey, I'll get you involved. <laughs> Although, like I say, I don't think anyone's listening to these. But yeah, and also the streams and stuff, I realised that um, a lot of them are archived on YouTube. And there's also a lot of live performances of it. Not live performances of it. Like live recordings of them playing it. Not a performance. Uh, and those are really interesting and fun as well. So I might link to the YouTube and the uh, show notes. That's fun. That's been, that was really fun. Um, I like games... Um, I also much prefer. I realised I much prefer running it than playing it because I've played a couple of games on there on unofficial online the, the server, and it, I get so nervous, especially if you're playing it on a server because a lot of people have played it a lot. Whereas obviously I was playing with people who never played it before. I'd played some social deduction games, but I'd never played. I realised that the way I say social deduction, as I say it too fast and say social deduction. Uh, that is what my brother's partner refers to as Ayrshire Mushmouth, uh, the county I'm from, the um, the Shire, uh, <laughs> is n- well known for its um, slightly too fast way of speaking. I've, I've, 
I've done a lot of... I, <laughs> I've talked a lot about how I speak on this before, and that's one of the things. Um, but yeah, like I like games like that. Playing in games, I also like, but I think I've talked before about my... Uh, <laughs> My aversion to both winning and losing. I just enjoy playing them. I enjoy the I enjoy the thrill that oh like on on Sunday night a friend of mine and I started doing a Harry like quizzing each other about Harry Potter stuff. And uh, she's a huge Harry Potter fan uh, as a fan of our show as well. Uh, and I I you know I need to know this stuff for for the show whenever it comes back for our improvised Harry Potter show. So we're just bouncing very hard questions back and forth. And it wasn't about who won or who lost. Uh, although she definitely won. Um, but that was, that was good fun. And none of the questions related to gender, so they were fine. Because uh, I'm not going to go on that road again. Although my most popular episodes of these, the ones that people have actually listened to, are me just ranting about J.K. Rowling. So maybe I'll do one of them again soon. <laughs> if she says something stupid and not so big again. Which she will, and she consistently does. Anyway, uh, yeah, like another thing about games is uh, okay. So let's talk about the Marble League. I've talked about Yelly's Marble runs on this before. Uh, I talked about it just before the Marble League twenty twenty started. And if you remember, I talked about how I was a, a Midnight Wisps fan. Now. There's going to be some spoilers for Marvel League 2020 here. Um, if you really want to watch it unspoiled, I'll probably put a thing in the show notes about when the spoiler, spoiler will, will be over. Uh, and i move on to the third topic. Because I just want to talk about how... Yeah, so spoilers starting now. I just want to talk about how devastated I am as a Midnight Wisps fan. Um, it is... It was a rough season. Um, well, I say that like there are, I, I can't complain really, right? And this is, must be how people feel when they follow actual sports teams. <laughs> a reminder of what the Marble, what Marble League is. Yeah, uh, <laughs> these Marble runs as a YouTube channel where uh, marbles compete in sporting events against each other. These marbles are uh, in teams according to their color. And have been given backstories and personalities by a combination of the um, the Yellies Marble Committee, uh, Greg Woods on uh, commentary, and just a, <laughs> a fandom that is really buying into this. Uh, I chose Minute Wisps to be fans of when I was watching Marbula One first of all, simply simply because their colours are uh, sort of black, so like a dark blue black. Um, like it's really dark. If it's if the air is dark blue, it's really dark blue, uh, with like sort of blue swirls on it. And it looks cl- it's the closest I could get to my my beloved purple. Uh, and it's also just they also just look really cool. They also uh, every team has like um a chant or a cheer when they're on on like uh, the old Rangers who are about who are a group have fun have the whole fans just go oh. Uh, the Savage Speeders have people screaming, which is really uh, intense. <laughs> it's like a ah, ah! <laughs> uh, and the Midnight Wisps have these like nice this sort of nice chime. It's like a sort of wind chime effect, which I think is really interesting. Anyway, so this season the Midnight Wisps won in twenty eighteen, right? They were in tenth going into the second last event and got a gold in that and then got a gold in the final event. 
and that was enough to get them just into first one point over the Savage Speeders in 2018. I've rewatched that since. I'd heard about it beforehand, but it's still very exciting to watch. This season, uh, we've been consistently, like, sort of, the lowest we got was sixth, uh, and we're consistently in third. And because of, like, uh, but the, so we got a gold medal in the third last one, and I was like, oh, because we did well in team scores, so it was the team aquathlon. Got a gold medal in that, and then it was like, hey, we're actually still in striking distance. And then, and the next one, the O-Rangers came last. Right, they were the leaders, and they came last in the second last event. And Savage Speeders overtook them, but just slightly. So they had just a little part, like a two-point difference. And going into the last event, there was only three teams that could win. So we had the Savage Speeders at first, the O-Rangers just behind them, and then, like, a good, like, 16 points behind them was the Midnight Wisps in third, and then the Minty Maniacs in fourth were the only other team that could even podium. They could not win, but they could podium, right? They could get, get um, they could be first, second, or third, which gives you an automatic, uh, first, second, and third gives you an automatic qualification to next year's Marble League. Now, I was hoping, beyond hope, that the Midnight West would pull it off again, and at a last minute, out of nowhere, I can't believe they got this gold medal victory. So we go into this last event, which is the uh, the marathon. The marathon is 33 laps around a Marbula 1 style course. Now, the Minute Wisps did not do well during Marbula 1. That was my first event which I was watching live and they did not do well. But I was like, maybe we'll pull it out. And also, we, we, we excel in team, team sports. This is an individual event. So it was, uh, I believe it was Westbay that went up. Um, and it started so well. well. Well, first of all, there's a qualifying race, which was difficult because it, it, it's, the qualifying round was run. Uh, so this is to get your position, right? Here, get your pole position. Um, your starting position, not pole, pole position, as opposed to first and starting position. I'm not very good at uh, at real sports. Um, and obviously, we started third last because that that makes sense, right? Uh, and we got a decent middle of the pack. And then it starts, and early on, we are in, like, third or second, and then at one point, we're in first. And I understood in that moment what it's like for people who follow sports. Like, I understood. I was on the edge of my seat. I was so excited. I was like, we're going to pull this off. The Rangers and Savage Speeders are, like, eighth and ninth. Right? They're, like, eighth and ninth. If we get first and they get eighth and ninth, if that's what happens, if it's if it was the, the race was to end on that lap, we would have won the whole thing. However, there was still like twenty laps to go, and we lost our lead, and we're in third, and then we're in fourth, and I'm like, okay, we can still pull it back. Now we're in fifth. I'm like, yeah, we can totally still pull this back, and then we're fighting between fourth, fifth, and sixth for a bit, and I'm like, and the minty maniacs. And Mellow Yellow. Mellow Yellow are the last placed team. And the Minty Maniacs are the only team that can threaten us for uh, a podium spot. They are fighting out for first. And we are not part of that conversation. And then, as we get into the last, like, three laps, we go from sixth to seventh to eighth. And then we are briefly in tenth. And then... It's just as quickly as that exciting feeling there. I felt this horrible feeling of like 
lost in my stomach, you know, I was like, ah, oh, we're not going to pull this off, there's no way, like, by this point, Mint Maniacs have such a crazy lead, they're like four seconds ahead of the Mellow Yellow, right, Mellow Yellow were fighting it out with, um, I can't even remember who comes I think it's, is it the Crazy Cat's Eyes? It might be. And uh, no, it's it's not. But I can't remember who it is. And it's just um, it's just heartbreaking. And once we get, to, I guess the end, we come out at eighth. And who's in ninth? The Savage Beatles. Who's in tenth? The Orangers. And I'm just like, <sighs> uh, Savage Beatles. All they needed to do was beat the Orangers, and for us to do badly. And that's exactly what happened. All the Minty Maniacs needed to do to podium and put, shut us out get a gold and for us to do badly that's what happened so the, the game the, the all games are over 16 events done and we did not do badly by any means we stopped finished fourth we had uh two gold medals i mean the minty maniacs had four they probably that's the thing they definitely deserved it more right and they were inconsistent but then so were we at the beginning which is weird because the whole thing about the Middle West is we're usually consistent as all hell that's how we won in 2018 we've been so consistently in the middle of the pack <laughs> that we that we we had a, enough of a base that we could just leap up but not in this one and in some ways I was just glad the Orangers didn't win because the Orangers had been in first for so long for like, I think about like nine of the events, the Orangers were on first, and their fans, all they comment on YouTube channel videos is, oh, <laughs> but good sports that they were at the end, because they have a closing ceremony, the Savage Speedos and the Orangers celebrated together, and again, these are marbles, <laughs> I cannot make this clearer, these are marbles who we have put personalities on. Now, we've been promised on the second season of Marbula 1, and I don't know if that's a, if that's a, I don't know if that's an event that the Minute Whips can win. But this is, must be what it feels like for for fans of sport teams, right? I don't know if I can switch to a different team. I think this just has to be my way now. I've picked a middle-of-the-road team. I'll see middle-of-the-road. I... I high-end team who can't get it done anymore and that's heartbreaking <laughs> okay so end of spoilers for uh end of spoilers end of spoilers and um, let's talk about something else let's talk about another thing that i watched which has much less much lower stakes <laughs> yeah that's right lower stakes than marbles um <laughs> which is another game i've talked about like, i think i just wanted to touch it based on some things that i've talked about before that you can find on youtube i'll probably i'll link all of these things on youtube uh, I will be giving spoilers for this, but there'll be no spoiler warning, really. Uh, I mean, this is it, I guess. Uh, because it's nonsensical and doesn't matter. Uh, I'm going to be talking about No More Jockeys. No More Jockeys, as I've discussed before, is three comedians, uh, Tim Key, Mark Watson, Alex Horn, in that order, playing a, a game called No More Jockeys. Uh, the way the game works is one player, Key starts, one player will... Uh, name a person and then a category that that person fits in that they are no longer allowed to name people from that category uh, so for example Frankie Dettori no more jockeys and then you could name anyone else anyone that's not a jockey and then they challenge each other on it now 
I've been watching this pretty, pretty religiously. New episodes come out on Fridays. And it has been some of the funniest stuff I've watched all fringe. All fringe? Oh my god. Uh, sad. Sad sad face. It's not a fringe. Uh, still not quite sure how I'm dealing with that. Still might talk about that at another day. Um, uh, all lockdown. And it's just so funny. Especially funny is Tim Key keeps getting stuff wrong and then being adamant <laughs> that he is right. At one point, uh, he names a bird of some kind and like they said no more animals and he names a bird <laughs> and then he's like, birds are animals. <laughs> to which, obviously that's not true. Obviously birds are animals. And like, if Watts is like, well I mean, they're not vegetables and minerals are they mate so I don't really know what to say. <laughs> Uh, but it's been so funny just watching Toki be so delightfully belligerent when he is definitely wrong. <laughs> it's very, very funny to me. What's especially funny is it's it started off um, uh, Hornet one one, Key is one one, Watson one one, and then it got to the point where uh, Key and Watson were two, both at two and Hornet at one, and then. <laughs> They had four in a row for Horn 1, culminating with, not the most recent one, but the one before that. Such a... <laughs> such a spectacular failure on both uh, Key and Watson's parts. Watson for his thing, right, because Watson goes second, so it goes Key, Watson, then Horn, and Key again, and it comes around to Watson for the second time. And he says, he's like, guys, uh, I hate to say it, and you hate to say it, I've forgotten my I've forgotten my original category. I remember horns, I remember both of the keys, but I've forgotten mine. And they're like, well we can't help you with that. the aim of the game the, that's kind of the point of the game is that you have to keep track of all of them. So the fact that he's managed to forget his own is incredible. He then he then says a name which inevitably and of course of course fails on his own category <laughs> and it's just an incredible thing to watch <laughs> as you see him go as he says it you can just see Horaki both be like oh man <laughs> that's amazing he's managed to pick one of the names that just like it's such it's so funny and then it gets background and Horn gets number one and then Key immediately fails on the category that Horn has just given and it's just like, you can see the disappointment in both of them. And they're so genuinely annoyed at themselves. And Horn goes to five to two to two. And it's at this point that we are informed <laughs> that they are playing sets of six sets. So first to six wins the set. And I'm like, what? <laughs> did we know this before? I don't think we did. I think they are arbitrarily making up rules as they go along. Or just not telling us the route, the archaic rules that they have made up. Um, <laughs> so then, this week's <laughs> this week's episode is the next morning, <laughs> and they <laughs> and uh, key uh, because Horn always wears a suit, like a suit jacket, a nice suit jacket. Key always wears this weird jumper thing, and Watson wears whatever he's wearing. They have different approaches, but this one. Key and Watson are both wearing suit jackets and glasses, and they have come to play games. They've come to play 
and and <laughs> they couldn't play games. Yeah, I said that quite intentionally for a silly thing. Uh, and out of the bat, uh, like against Horn, Horn's like, no. In fact, I think it's uh, Watson says no more people who have been in prison. No more people. No more people who have provably been in prison. Because when you make a challenge, you get like these. This is a rule they have established since they've been playing. When you make a challenge, you've got like ninety seconds to find evidence of that challenge using your phone. T says Donald Duck. And Horn immediately goes, I'm pretty sure Donald Duck has been in prison. <laughs> Which is a ludicrous thing to say. But also, if you think about it, yeah. <laughs> if you think about it, like uh, that's another thing they keep saying. Normal people who, if you think about it, are this. Uh, <laughs> or when you think of them, are this. It's very silly. There's a lot of running jokes. I recommend watching it from the beginning. But then, like, Horn just finds this... <laughs> video very very quickly like he's given he's got 90 seconds remember and he very quickly just finds this video of donald duck in a full prisoner's uniform trying to get out of jail <laughs> and he's just showing it over the camera and he is like <laughs> you can see he be like well i have to i have to argue this <laughs> i have to argue this and it's not as bad as what he did last week, which because um, what it was is Horn says no James Bond, normal people, no more people who have been in films, which again, admittedly, that's an ambiguous category. Except, not really, right? Because you might be thinking if you just have the category no more people who have been in films, you might think actors. But he specifically said James Bond, who's not an actor. Key's first thing he says directly after that is Darth Vader. Now, if he'd said James Earl Jones. We could be arguing, ah, oh, but you'd said people who are in a film, but then you said James Bond, so I thought you meant characters. But no, he names another character, uh, and as Horn points out, he goes, he's, I'm pretty sure he's definitely been filmed. In fact, I think he's only been in a film. <laughs> I think he doesn't exist anywhere except for in a film. Uh, and it's just, uh, watching these three guys just piss about is so funny, and I laugh so much, and I recommend it, and I've spoiled a bunch of it for you, but it's still so, it's still very funny. And, uh, like, so obviously this game, this week's game is a clutch game. Because, you know, Foster 6 win a set, so does he win it or not? Unclear, you know, it's intense. Um, I'm looking forward to the next one. But yeah, uh, I'm alright. Just so you know, I've, uh, like I say, I've not been sleeping great. Uh, I've been tired for these. Been not really feeling in the mood for, for talking into one of these, or been too tired to. But here's one. Um... So yeah, stay safe, uh, whatever that means to you, uh, stay well, for sure, uh, stay educated and informed about stuff going on in the world, like, things are starting to become dominated by the American election, and that can be, if you're not American, can feel stressful, because there's nothing we can do about it, yay, but you know, there's still other stuff happening in, in all around the world, you should stay educated and informed about as much as you can, you know. Obviously, I've been sort of switched off on that for a couple of days just because I've been very tired. But yeah, and uh, if you want to play, if you, like, yeah, like I say, if you want to play Blood on the Clock Tower uh, with me storytelling, get in touch. <laughs> uh, and if you want to watch uh, Marble League and Nord Rockies or any Blood on the Clock Tower stuff, I'll leave a links in the description. Thank you very much. My name has been Mara Joy. Goodbye.